what up what up welcome back to the scorecard the boxing scorecard where i ask people to bring their scorecard and an explanation not just simply your opinion uh we had a, a um an ibo world lightweight uh, championship bout last night uh saturday night george cambosis versus maxi hughes george cambosis coming in with a record of 21 wins with only 10 knockouts two losses coming to Devin Haney, the undisputed champ at light heavyweight. He went up against a, 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 um, n- not an unknown in Europe, but he's unknown over here in North America, Mr. Maxi Hughes from Australia. Very good fighter. 26, uh, 26 wins, only five knockouts. So definitely not a power plant, more relies on his boxing skills. Anyways, I found it. I thought it was very important for me to to do a scorecard on this fight because I didn't get a chance to to watch the fight live. I just watched it this morning and scored it. Um, but it seemed like everyone was going crazy um, about the scorecards. So of course, I had with my scorecard. So the official scorecard for this bout was one seventeen to one eleven, one fifteen to one thirteen, and one judge had it a. One eleven, one seventeen to one eleven was my scorecard, and I really don't see any controversy behind that at all. So I'm very curious to know anyone, if you're listening to this uh, right now, even if you're not watching it live, please put your scorecard in in the comment section, and I'll definitely reply to that. Um, I'm gonna go through each round. You can tell me which round you felt, uh, you know, I had wrong or. How, how you felt different from it because I'm very curious to see how people had Maxi Hughes winning this fight. Only the first couple of rounds, you know, let me just go through the scorecard. So the first round, first two rounds they gave to to George Cambosis. Um he was just simply they, I I marked it as a close round. Actually I marked the first seven rounds. I marked the first seven rounds as close rounds. Um Max I'm sorry, George Cambosis, he was being busier, not really landing that much, but he was just being busier and starting the action over Maxi Hughes. Second round, George Cambosis was being what I like to call fake busy. Like he wasn't really throwing combinations, but he was he was being very jittery and like throwing extending his arm out there, extending his jab arm out there as if he was gonna throw it powerfully, but just touching, touching. Usually when people hold their jab out there to kind of play with it. They'll do a couple of touch jabs and then throw one hard one in there to mix it up. But there was rarely any hard ones in there. It was just pop, 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 and making it look like he was going to be busy, but not really being busy. Uh, but at the same time, in that first two rounds, Max wasn't really doing nothing to to take advantage of that. Round three, rounds three and four, I actually gave to Maxi Hughes. Rounds three, my specific notes was... Um, Maxi was landing more single punches. He never really threw any combinations throughout the fight, but the single punches that he was landing, even though they were few in the third round, third and fourth, third round, talking about right now, he was landing more of them while Cambosis was being uh, was doing the, the the fake offense, a lot of jittery stuff, but not not any substance behind it. Round four also gave to to Maxi Hughes the exact same notes. Max wasn't throwing any combinations, the single punches, but they were landing more. 
at a higher frequency than than uh, than George Cambosis. Round five. Round five for both guys. My my notes for round five was that the offense, the offense for both guys was the same, but Maxi Maxi Hughes' defense was a lot better as far as making George miss, not just blocking, but making him miss completely. That was a lot more apparent in that fifth round. So that was what made the difference for me. It wasn't the offense. They're both those guys. Both guys' offense was pretty even. But uh, Max Hughes' defensive skills were, were pretty apparent in that fifth round. Round six, round six and seven, I gave to, to George Cambosis. Round six, my notes for round six. Um, Cambosis' offense was slightly better. This whole fight was close. There, was, there wasn't one dominating round. There was a few rounds later on that I'll get to that I believe George won, but there was not one dominating round from either fighter in this whole fight. So um, round six, Cambosa's offense was just slightly better than uh, than Maxi used. Didn't look like he uh, landed. Yeah, Maxi, he didn't just didn't look like he landed more. You know, he wasn't really pressing the action. Not that you have to press the action to win, but if you're going to have a low output, like, you got to throw it. It's okay. Not that it's okay to have a low output, but your accuracy better be high. You need to throw a little bit more, um, especially if, you're, if your opponent is throwing a lot more than you are, even though they're not landing to the judges. You never know what the judges are seeing. So, yeah, don't, don't leave it in the hands of the judges. Round seven also marked it as a close round, gave it to Cambosis again. Cambosis was simply controlling the action. Like, Maxi Hughes had plenty of opportunities to come forward and start it, but he was waiting the whole time to counter. Never starting. Sometimes you have to throw in order to get the other person to throw. Max Hughes was not throwing. He was simply waiting for George to throw and then trying to counter off of that. You know, he would randomly throw a jab or a cross here, but nothing... I don't think he threw anything that 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 showed that he was trying to start the action that would have would have been worth giving him the round. And for the rest of the way, the rest of the rounds I gave to from eight to twelve. Like I, I'm, again, I'm very curious to see what other people's scorecards was because a lot of people, um, you know, from the other boxing podcasts I listen to, even though Talking Fight YouTube channel has the best boxing podcast. Sometimes I listen to other channels and everyone was complaining about the scorecards. So, again, that's why I felt I had to make sure to, to watch the replay of this fight and score myself. But I don't see any controversy at all. You know, round eight. Um, Maxi Hughes was not doing enough to make a name for himself. Coming into this fight, the boxing, the whole boxing world know, know, knew who George Cambosis want, is. He he beat Teofimo Lopez to get to, to, to become the undisputed champion at light heavyweight. Um, and then he had two losses to Devin Haney. Um, so the world knows who he is. He's been on that the high stage before against some of the top guys. Uh, but nobody really knew who Maxi Hughes was. He's a he's a one of those people that you call a live dog because he's very good but not well known. Um, with that being said, coming over to North America to make a name for yourself. You 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 know you, you got to make a name for yourself, which means you can't just chill and be a counterpuncher against someone that everyone knows what they do. 
Um, Max Hughes had, a, had an opportunity to make a name for himself by taking out George Cambosis. Maybe not necessarily knocking him out, but but uh, trying to win win some rounds. If you're the challenger, you know the, the, the stacks are against you. You can't just chill and, and be the, the counterpuncher throwing one punch at a time. That's what Max was doing. Round nine, again, uh, um, Cambosis is starting all the action. Max is throwing one punch and retreating. Round 10. My notes for round 10 was that this like this fight was getting vibes of a of a sparring match. Um vibes of a sparring match where the two guys are not really trying to hurt each other. They're working, but they're not trying to hurt each other, so there's not much action going on. And the action that is going on is not much to to be cheering about. Not that you cheer in sparring, but you know what I mean. Um, a boring, slow fight. Round 11. Maxi Hughes was fighting like he was worried about Cambosis' power, which I don't understand because going back to BoxRec, George Cambosis... What's George Cambosis' record? I mean, Maxi Hughes himself is not a knockout artist. He only has five knockouts in his 26 fights. Um... But also, George Cambosis only has 10 knockouts in his 21 fights. So it's not like he's known for his power punching. So I, I didn't really understand why Maxi Hughes um, would uh, would fight in this way. Um, you know, he kept his hands up good. I like the way he kept his hands up. His defense was good. But the offense was not where it should have been to, uh, to win this fight. Um, can we... Slide through the picks, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, round 12. Max, um, yeah, my notes for round 12 was Max is fighting. Maxi is fighting like he's sparring someone that's better than him, and he's just in there to get the experience. There was no sense of urgency. Like, again, I tell people all the time, I tell my boxers, if you're in a close fight, and the decision does not go your way, that is not a robbery. That is not a robbery if it was a close fight, but the decision did not go your way. The definition of a close of a close round is that it could have went either way. A close fight could have went either way. A close round, it could have went either way. It just so happened that you were on the short end of that, uh, of the judging of that, right? Again, I said this earlier. There was no clear dominant round for either fighter. Which rounds did I give to Maxi Hughes? I gave him a couple of the early rounds, rounds um, three, four, and five. I guess that was it. And even those rounds were close. So, again, I, I, I do not see any controversy with this fight. Um, Maxi Hughes looked good, but not good enough to, to win against George Gambosis. Um so yeah, there you have it. What what is next for both guys coming up here at 135? You know, George Cambosis, you know, he came up short twice against um against the undisputed champion Devin Haney. So he's not gonna get that shot again. Um he's gonna have to work his way up the ladder, and that ladder is a steep ladder, boy. You got you got Frank Martin, you got Shakur Stevenson, you got Ryan Garcia. You got Isaac Cruz. You got Tank Davis, Lomachenko. Wow. There is a murderer's row at 135 pounds. 
not to mention other guys that aren't well-named but are still good fighters in Jermaine Ortiz, um, uh, the Japanese guy, Yoshino. Yeah, there is no... <laughs> these guys in the top 10 at 135, there is no easy... There's no easy fights there. So George, he, he, he um, in order to him to, to still maintain a contender, like he's going to have to get through sharks just to get to the bigger sharks. <laughs> so, yeah, Cambosa's got an uphill battle, a big uphill battle to get back to that title, to a title shot. Uh, Mr. Mr. Maxi Hughes, not sure where he goes from here. He should have another, uh, you know, another shot at someone in the, in the top 10. Someone from like six to ten, because um, right now he him himself he he's ranked number eight or nine on most people's top ten list in that in that division. So it's gonna be interesting to see where he goes from here. But Maxi, you got to turn up your offense. Your defense is good. You know me. I'm the defensive coach. Usually, I, I I'll say something about um, I'll have something to say about a boxer's defense. Um, as to the reason why they 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 lost or won. In this case here, it was it was Maxi's offense. His defense was actually on point. He did get a little bit of a cut over his eye from a headbutt. They did the headbutt heads, you know, southpaw versus uh, orthodox. It happens sometimes. But um, yeah, so keep that defense tight. Just just work on the offense, which is the fun part of boxing. That's the fun part of boxing. Work on the offense. The defense is always the the you know. Working on beating someone up is fun. Avoiding getting effed up, not so much fun to work on. So, yeah, there you have it. Um, quick advice for both guys. George Cambosis, and this is a drill that you can work on, anybody can work on in the gym. Um, mixing up your, 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 your tempo of the speed of the punches that you're throwing. Sometimes you can throw pop, pop, pop. Sometimes it has to be boom, boom, boom. Right, you can't just be in one speed, just like a, a a baseball pitcher. You can't just throw one speed the whole time. You got to mix it up, throw some changeups in there, some curveballs. Cambosis was just throwing at one speed the whole time, and it wasn't even landing. A lot of them were were like I said, the fake offense where he was making it look like he was going to do something, but really just throwing pop 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 punches. So mix up the tempo between the power and the speed. And Maxi Hughes, just offense in general, man. That's like I said before, offense is fun to work on, so that should be easy. How old is Max? Does he still have time to uh, improve? Maxie Hughes, 33 years old, same age as uh, Carter Spence, so he's right in, you know, right in his man strength prime. Um, so no, you don't have to work on your man strength. Just work on, this, on, on, uh, on the volume of the punches you throw. All right, there you have it. There you have it. If you're watching the show live, stay tuned. I'll be back in a couple of minutes for my official prediction show for Earl Spence Jr. and Terrence Bud Crawford. Only on the number one boxing YouTube channel out there on the web, Talk and Fight YouTube channel. As I say this every week, the, the best thing about Talk and Fight YouTube channel is not just... Uh, um, the one show that we offer is the different variety of shows from history, from history shows to women's boxing shows to, to, you know, update, update, updated news. Um, so yeah, man, shout out to talk and fight everyone that's putting it together and yeah, 
You can hit me up on any social media at Cedric Sports. Also, my YouTube channel, Cedric Sports Training. All right. See you in a couple of minutes. Peace.